It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. Yeah, here we are. It's another Monday, and that means that we're talking microactions. I am so happy that you are here. I hope that you are also happy. And if you're not happy yet, hopefully we can get there together. So we're talking about, I think, let's talk about websites today. The microaction for today is to start your website or to polish your web website depending on where you are. If you have a great website and you're like, this is on point for sure, then, then just go back and check and make sure that all of the stuff is up to date and you are being the person you wanna be through your marketing materials, right? Your website is one of your marketing materials. When I teach my music business courses, my entrepreneurship courses, remember I always talk about our careers as being that three-legged stool or three pillars being craft, network and materials. If you are interested in these or you want to coach and go through these things together, I'm always accepting clients and you can always hire me to teach these courses. <laughs> so just a shout out, just in case. And so, like I said, craft, network, materials, your website is one of those that fall under materials. And we're just talking about making sure that you're showing up in the world the way you want to be and that people can find you and hire you. So let's talk about the parts of a website after it. Well, first things first, if you don't have a website, go ahead and get started. Try and find something that's available to you. If you haven't bought your donate domain name yet, do it. Make sure that it's your name or the clearest thing, the simplest thing so that you can keep it for a very, very long time. And it always expresses who you are. If you have a name that often gets misspelled, go ahead and buy the adjacent domain names before before you set up your name and you get super popular and then somebody else drives up the price of your domain name. <laughs> so, okay, so you've got your domain name, you're gonna set up your website. If it's your first website, I'm a WordPress gal myself. Um, most of my, well, all of my websites are on WordPress. The the sites that I run for my clients, my communications and marketing clients are on a number of different platforms. And so I mainly use WordPress, but I also really like Squarespace if you feel like that's a more intuitive platform for you. They make beautiful, beautiful templates. This is actually not a paid endorsement. So Squarespace, if you hear this, get at me. Um, that Square, Squarespace really makes beautiful Singer websites that are easy to manage and, and update and keep you looking professional without a lot of the coding backend experience. So keep that in mind. If you have questions about that, feel free to drop me a line. You know how to find me on the socials and I'm happy to kind of talk about my experience or help point you in the direction of people who can help you. Okay, so... What are the parts of a website? Well, again, before we get into that, I want, I want you to remember who knows you best. It's you. Who's been to every single one of your performances? Who's felt the nerves of every single one of those auditions? Who learned earnestly every note for every single show? Who remembers the awards that you've gotten when? And is there anybody that know, knows your goals and 
motivations or circumstances better than you? No, it's you. You're the one who understands the complex path that brought you to this current moment. And over the course of your career, we're just keeping track of those things. And a part of your website is a house that where all of the pictures on the wall describe what ha- what's brought you to where we are right now. I want you to think about all of those things. You were just kind of collating that information into one place where it's easy to understand who you are and what you do. And we've been doing some of this work. Your, some of your micro actions so far have been gathering this, having, having your materials in one place. And if you don't already have a website, this is, this is the stuff that you're going to gather so that you can make it. If you do have a website, let's make sure that all of these things are on it. First and foremost, I want you to have an about page or your bio page. You already worked on your bio. You worked on your short bio, like your tweet length bio, your, your program bio, your long bio. You've already worked on these things. So now that becomes your about page. This doesn't, your about doesn't have to be an exact replica of your bio, but you really want to make sure that that's easy to find and people can copy and paste from there because they will. As someone, like I said, does a lot of communications marketing work, finding bio text on people's websites is really important because you excerpt that so that you are using the language that they're using to describe themselves So whatever you have in your bio, make sure that that's the stuff that you want people to be saying about you. (laughs) All right. Also, your resume or your CV, those can be really important things to have as downloads on your website. So you can just point people towards it. If If they need a resume, if they need a CV, it's easy to go to your website and just pull it. Uh... A calendar of performances is a great thing if you've got an events calendar on your website so you can point people towards this listing when they ask, you know, where can I see you perform? Keep your calendar up to date. That's always the trickiest part for me. I find that I'll get into waves where I'm really good about updating my calendar and then, you know, so we all get busy and then we forget. So I put a little notice or a little notification in my in my phone and it reminds me like every so often to update my calendar across all of all of my materials so that there isn't a place that I'm in charge of that has out of date information or looks like oh I haven't I'm not doing anything or whatever. And then sound clips. I really think that documentation on your website is important. I always talk to my clients about primary, secondary, and tertiary audiences. And I want you to think about your primary audience is the person who is hiring you, the person who's going to give you the gig. That person, we're gearing a lot of our materials on our website for that person who's hiring you because that's what they're coming for. They want to know whether or not you're available, whether or not they can hire you. But then also your secondary and tertiary audiences are probably going to come to your website and they also want to find out information about you. And so... If you think about directors or, uh, you know, presenters, things like that as being kind of your primary audience, because they're the ones that are coming to your website to make sure that they can take next steps with you and hire you. But there are also listeners and your listeners, your fans who want to follow along with your successes, then that I would think of them as depending on 
your relationship to them, either your secondary or your tertiary audience, they're coming to your website because they want to engage with your work. And if you don't have information for them there on how to do that, then you've, you've lost that or you've thwarted that connection a little bit. So you really want to make it easy for them to find out more about what you do. And like I said, the sound clips, the documentation, so either audio and or video, you want those because people, the, all of your decision makers, all of your audiences are looking for that. That's, that's your, that's your product and service. That's the thing that they're coming to find out. Is this person the right person for this gig? Do they, do they make work? Do they do music making that is in alignment with the thing that I'm hiring for? And or they really like what you do and they want to hear your beautiful voice. And so <laughs> you really want to make sure that you've got that easy, easy access to, to sound clips, to documentation of the work that you're doing on your website. And we already talked about recordings. You don't have to keep recordings on there of every single thing you've ever done, but make sure that the, the first thing that they're engaging with is the thing that you want them to know about you whether that's a type of music that you specialize in, whether it's, it really shows off a certain technical side of yourself, whatever it is, make sure that you're leading with the thing that you really want people to engage with. And that goes for whether or not you have all of your sound clips or documentation on your website and on a secondary platform like YouTube or SoundCloud, lead with the thing that you want people to click on first, okay? In media, we always, always want to have our easy-to-access electronic press kit or just easy-to-access high-res photos, uh, like I said, the bio, all of those things that your community, the people that are trying to help you, so if you are working with people that are doing marketing for your show, make it easy for them. <laughs> Like, so uh, media can be things like, like I said, uh, high-res photos, web photos, videos, press clippings, interviews, etc. Make it easy to engage with the work that you're doing and the thought leadership that you're doing in that way. And contact. I Obviously, I want you to be safe and not put out too much information about yourself into the, the ether that is the internet. But we want to make sure that people can get a hold of you. Um, I think you'll find on my website that it's both you can see my email address and you can also fill out a contact form. Uh, I know that people get kind of weird about that on either side. Pick the thing that feels right to you and just make sure that people can start that relationship with you. On mine, most of the time, my well, actually, my primary audience, by and large, on my website is for composers because of the work that I do. I want to collaborate with composers. I want to bring their their new works to life, and a lot of my website is geared towards is geared towards composers, is geared towards presenters, and it's also geared towards clients. And then sometimes I have listeners that are coming to that because they want to engage. But by and large, my listener community is, is engaging with me through my social media pages on Instagram, or they're engaging with me on my Facebook pages, or potentially even Twitter. But by and large, my Twitter community is definitely an industry community. We're connecting over industry topics and things like that. 
there. So your contact page, make it easy for people to find out how they can book you, right? On my contact page, you can also set up a time to talk with me in case you, if you're the kind of person that wants to do a phone call instead of an email exchange, you can do it that way. So those are all of what I find are super important qualities to have on your website. You do not need to overthink it. I, I see so many singers that, that overthink how many things they should have on their website when really I want you to use curation and editing to your best advantage, right? Put your best foot forward. Don't worry about having a ton of stuff. Just have the right stuff, right? Put your stuff out there that allows people to make decisions about whether or not you're the right fit to work together. And then also for people to have access to the marketing materials that they need to help promote the work that you're doing. So photos, bios, all of that good stuff, right? Put it on, put it on there. If you'd like to see how I've how I've curated my website, I redid mine a while ago because I thought I thought long and hard about who's coming to my website, what are the things that they need. You can see how I've set it up and how how I try to help people identify this is the area for you if this is what you're interested in. So my nav bar across the top is like for presenters, for listeners, for educators, for clients, that kind of thing. Because then you can always cycle through, but I'm helping them figure out, okay, if I'm this kind of person and this is the information that I'm looking for, it's easy to know where to go. And I want you to have that same experience. So Divas, what kinds of questions do you have about websites? Do you have any best practices that you want to see that you want to see us all adopt, go ahead, tell me about it. Find me on the socials. Let's chat. And I can't wait to hear about your best examples. You know, drop me your website if you if you love it and you want to talk about it. <laughs> and I will talk to you soon. As always, stay sparkly inside and out. Mercy on my soul, Thanks for joining me for Micro Action Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that Studio Class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Thanks. It means a lot to me.